Dr. Jones, again, we see there is nothing you can possess which I cannot take away. <laughs> yeah, the Ark of the Covenant, the chest the Hebrews used to carry around the Ten Commandments. This time it will cost you. Welcome to Cocktail Cinema, folks. <laughs> I am your first favorite bartender, your third favorite author, Josh Price. And those giggly voices you hear are my adventurous friends, Greg and Shasti. Faz Jones here. Oh, Indiana, Indiana Shast. My there mistake. Faz Jones and Indiana Shast. It is a my pleasure hat. to have I you. I left my hat behind. You know, the, the gate closed a little too quick. I couldn't go back. If you haven't noticed... We are going to be sending these two brave archaeologists in to discover Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first in the Indiana Jones trilogy, because we do not recognize the fourth film, or at least most people don't. This was uh, released in 1981 during Harrison Ford's heyday, or at least his first heyday. <laughs> it was directed by Steven Spielberg, and the story, while not written, was conceived by George Lucas. Lucas. They had uh, a budget of $20 million. And they had a box office return of almost $390 million. Whoa, explosive. Yeah. Explosivo, like my the friends of the pods and Tenacious D like to say. <laughs> wow. Huge hit. Yeah. Huge hit. Um, and it actually won five uh, Academy Awards for the production side of things what? that year. Five? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were nominated for two or three more. Ooh, and it's 81? Mm-hmm. 1981. Shut the front door. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, wow. Well, you know what? It's carried by a certain man who reminds me a lot of my father. You want to talk about cast, starting uh, with that special Solo, man? I'm sorry. Uh, Harrison Ford <laughs> as Indiana Jones. Um, Karen <coughs> Allen as Marion Ravenwood. She's also quite known in like Animal House. Um, Scrooge. Scrooge, Scrooge, yeah. Scrooge, yeah. Um, Paul Freeman as uh, Belloc. 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 Ronald... Ronald Casey, I'm sorry, is Major Arnold Tote. Um, that's about it. There's only about four to six main characters. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to eat up your time with the rest of them. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Those are the main players. Yeah, sure. yeah. We're and we're going to discuss you know anybody who comes across our path down the down the way. Always. But before we do that, mm. there's a little jingle jangle in my glass here. What do we got? So got once again, jingle jingle, jingle. a uh, a variation on a couple of other drinks. Uh, I'm calling this the Globetrotters Coffee. Globetrotters Coffee. So we've got uh, three quarters of an ounce of Bailey's, three quarters of an ounce of Jameson whiskey, two dashes of our favorite Aztec chocolate bitters, and a full ounce of Kahlua. Mm. That bad boy across the ice. The, the, Az- the Aztec chocolate bitters makes every one of these drinks for sure. Yeah. Ooh. That hard chocolate. Yeah. It definitely does. Because it's, it's that little extra spice. It's spicy. It's mm-hmm. a spicy chocolate. Yeah, that's perfect. Dude. That's real good. Yeah. This is like the best Caucasian ever. Yeah. I, I Even though I called our first drink the perfect Caucasian, mm. I, this is I a think little better. this is better. Yeah. yeah. This is good. Oh, that's nice. Mm, dessert drink. <laughs> yes. This is kind of a so. dessert movie. It's a pack full of adventure and scheming and... Mm-hmm. Powerful camera work. I think. What do, what do you say about this movie, Josh? You want to get into it? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Let's let's talk style first because I think that's <clears throat> the thing you notice right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So even though it was released in '81, the story is based in 1939. So that took a minute to the, the beginning of the. It took the, a minute to adjust to that. Yeah, bring up Hitler right <clears throat> away. It's like wait, '81 to '40. 
All right. All yeah, right. it's a it's, it's kind it, of a period it's, it's piece kind of in that a way. Mind bender a little bit, but yeah, go on. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. So like, not only are they set in that historical moment in time, but they were also like Spielberg knows his stuff and he knows his old old film mm-hmm. so a lot of the cinematography and a lot of the shots and even the filtering mm-hmm. um are reminiscent of that old film style to the point where um i was pointing out to a friend of mine that there's the aspect ratio is slightly different so today we typically use like a 16 9 and this movie is more in a uh a 4 3 so when they do their close-ups the top of the head is just slightly cut off yeah. to kind of mimic the way close-ups were shot way back in the day. So, yeah, the, the cinematography, the, the, the camera work, it's all, it's all very of its... Uh, it, it's, it's of a different time. It's older style. Yeah. And I think, <clears throat> I mean, they, they, I think they went out of their way a little bit to make it seem such... Um, as far as yeah. those broad views of like the desert, especially when they were, he found out the real burial space of mm-hmm. their treasure, the Ark of the Covenant. Mm. It's cool. I, it's cool to see and hear. A lot of that stuff is factual. What they were, mm-hmm. what they were spewing off, as far as like, uh, it's mo- like uh, biblically true. Indiana yeah. Jones, yeah, exactly. But he says that too. <clears throat> Indiana Jones went on a rant, and like mm-hmm. they chose him like FBI or it was a federal agency or a world. Yeah, agency. I think I think it might have been FBI. So he impressed them off the bat because he number one knows a whole lot of languages. Number mm-hmm. two can understand a whole lot of relic. And understands the, the historicity of what yeah, he's thinking. Yeah, they, they were trying to find out like, the, that, the, the, the stretch of their opponent. You know yeah. what I mean for for the war. Well, mm-hmm. and on top of that, I don't know. It's it's a it's a throwaway moment, but they very briefly go. You're a head archaeologist. You speak this many languages. Yeah. You know this many people. You're you're an expert in the occult, and you know how to find things. Mm-hmm. And it's that the occult thing that is the leading theme yeah. through the entire yeah. series. Like because he's an expert in all this stuff, like. India, if you follow my Twitter, you, you, you saw this one. But, like, Indiana Jones no, has proven the existence of multiple gods and aliens. Mm-hmm. And every time he runs into them, he's just, like, annoyed. Yeah. It's but like, th- this is the, But this is, like, the cream of the crop. Like, if we can do this, it's the most mm-hmm. historical. He's more about the stuff yeah. than, than yeah. running into God. Not getting God. scared. Yeah. Not running scared. Mm. Not running scared. And, and, you know, part of that is just... Terrace and Ford, you know, the guy's naturally a badass. So should we talk about that open, like not the opening scene, but when he's on his shit, and everybody recreates this the, the, ro- scene? the rolling ball yeah. that he's, he's he's running away from. It's iconic. Yeah, it, it's a it's a moment in cinema history that mm-hmm. will never be fully replicated. Mm-hmm. I feel like it sets the precedent for the whole film, mm-hmm. um, in the sense where like a lot of people who kind of break down these movies in the same way we do mm-hmm. all touch on the same thing how that like opening scene other than them just t- telling the audience that he he steals and sells artifacts mm-hmm. to the museum like without even that opening scene just the first dialogue with the owner mm-hmm. of the museum at yeah. the university after class like tells that story you know what yeah. I mean? it is yeah. it is the one thing like greg yeah. you mentioned like you probably watch this movie the least out of all of them yeah but you a, remember that opening Doom, scene a million times more than any of them yeah. it's, it's one of those scenes in my opinion it can be argued because it's been covered so many times yeah. but it's one of those things where it's like 
it it has nothing to do with the yeah. storyline yeah. of the actual yeah. movie. It's just a character model. But it gets mm-hmm. it, it, for two it, people. Yeah, it, 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 it gets you. It, it says you said sets precedent. Yeah, one, only for his intellect. You know, I mean, he's he's well, just yeah. they, they're obviously they're both like we came to the right person. Yeah, you know, not only for his 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 brawn and brainy mm. self, but yeah. his his ins and outs of le- le- leaning out like it's like. Men in Black, where they read mm. the tabloids, it's yeah. like that. You know what I mean? It's well, I mean, leaning on the he's shit intentionally that's, he's a, intentionally that swashbuckler type because swashbuckler. Uh, Spielberg Spielberg and Lucas have both gone on record and been like, we invented Indiana Jones because we knew we were never going to get yeah. a James Bond, yeah. and we wanted to do all that exciting stuff. So they put a they basically made an archaeologist a pirate, yeah, and. Now we have some of the most iconic mm-hmm. moments in all of. Now film. I want to touch on that as well with George Lucas's finger in this thing, mm-hmm. um, dude. The, as far as the score goes, the 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 score, the music that goes along with the scene, especially in the beginning of the movie, it's the mm-hmm. first half, like that is completely and utterly Star Wars. Like he, he well, that's John Williams. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's they like, obviously him hopping on the outside of the biplane and just like it's wee- like <laughs> some Luke Skywalker it's, shit. It's, yeah, no, seriously, he is like. He's a he, yeah. Han Solo meets yeah, Han Solo Luke. meets <laughs> right, yeah. It's crazy. It's a good movie. I like it. It is. It's a great movie. Um, however, I'm gonna be a little contentious here and say that there. This is not the best Indiana Jones film. This is the best made Indiana Jones film, and it is. It, it is a supreme piece of craft. You know I would te- agree you know 100%. But but I would agree I think, 100%. I think the most fun adventure that Indiana Jones goes on is The Last Crusade. Yeah, that might be more I'm fun. I'm not even talking about fun. Like, if you really break this movie down and think about it. I'm a Temple of Doom dude. Doom dude. Like, this that's is another jam. thing that's been talked about by, I, like, I'm pretty sure, like, Big Bang Theory even had an episode <laughs> on this about, about uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, where it's like, if Indiana Jones wasn't there at all, Mm-hmm. Right, if he wasn't there at all, to because the Germans ended up opening opening the the ark. Yeah, yeah. So if he wasn't there at all, they got the <laughs> ark like they planned, and they wanted to open it up. It's like he had his eyes closed the whole time, removed mm-hmm. himself from the situation. Which is one of those things where it's like, well, whether he's there or not, the same outcome would have kind of happened. Yeah, it it's, <laughs> it's he doesn't yeah. really affect anything other than where it ends up in the credit scene. But you know, like we said, to set the precedent, it's. Honestly, one of the best for like how trilogies run. Mm-hmm. You always see like two doesn't hold up to one, and then three is garbage mm-hmm. for the majority yeah. of the trilogy you see. Where this is kind of like yeah. setting the precedent. I feel like is the most important thing. So I'm like, agree. I'm not holding any of that against him. Like was, I don't, I don't even find that as like a plot hole. At yeah, all. no, and I'll add to that, um, saying that the analysis through character ship is spot on as well. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much to be added to like. Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. He, he's a superhero, basically, with a whip. Yeah. yeah. But he yeah. loses his whip and he figures out. He's like MacGyver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> MacGyver esque, you yeah. know? Um, no, I, it's great. And, and the love story that he's like in and out of, and all of his films, like a James Bond type mm-hmm. shit, you know, yeah. like you said. Um, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100% on that one for sure. It's, I mean, there's, it. <laughs> It's tough to talk about just Come this on, flick. Lay it, lay it on me. It's tough to talk about I just know, this flick. No, just you have to. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out here now. Originally, so George Lucas came to Steven Spielberg and he goes, I have an idea for a trilogy of movies. Spielberg took a look at it, look at his notes, 
Lucas had one movie, kind of. He, when I say Lucas made the story, this was he wanted a trilogy. Spielberg saw this as one standalone yeah. film, and it's because he didn't see where the story could go after the way Lucas had ended originally. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 why really the second no movie is so there's different. There's really no start and stop on any one of these. They don't. There's but no. You always there's drop really in no somewhere. correlation. Yeah. There's no segment that like leads you into the next film or out of the next mm-hmm. film because it's a prequel. Um, yeah, so they just basically just oh, it's a whole new book. Yeah, it's not chapters; it's a whole new book. Like, and it's it's funny that the two the two guys that were in charge of creating this had such completely different vision visions for it, but they're still making them. Like they're they're signed yeah. on to make Indy yeah. Five, and <laughs> the other thing that kind of goes along with that is Lucas wanted to title it like it was a trilogy. He goes, "We need to do it like we're doing Star Wars, where it's you know episodes." And 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 Spielberg's like, no, 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 no. We're we're gonna title this like like an old school nineteen thirties yeah. adventure George flick. Episode so one, it was two, titled three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Raiders of the Lost Ark oh, rather than Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones One. Indiana Jones One. Yeah. yeah. I guess I never I guess I never even really realized that, dude. To be honest. It's even the only one. Even though I downloaded this picture and <laughs> put it up here. But it no, oh, yeah, that's, that's it's the only one, because if you think about it, Indiana Jones and yeah. Right. Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Yeah, this yeah. one, anytime you see the Indiana Jones on, it is retroactively put up there. Mm. So it's just Indiana Jones colon yeah. Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark. Because yeah. it wasn't the original title. Yeah. Just okay, one of those so weird I have seen things. that at some point, right? Mm-hmm. I, okay. It, 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 but it, it is, is out there now. This is the, the proof in the puddings right here. <laughs> that's, the original, yeah, that's the original poster. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. cool, dude. It's awesome. And his little gun that he's holding in his hand. It's like <laughs> supposed to be a rifle and he got big hands and this. Stupid six shooter. <laughs> I think that's his whip in his hand. That's definitely his whip. <laughs> but it's very small. <laughs> Dude, like it goes from the top. Yeah, but it looks kind of like a gun. What about his fanny hands. pack? What about his fanny pack and the gun that's on his crotch? He doesn't need it. He's got the whip. That's cool. It's a no, he only needs the gun once. He's shooting it. blanks. He's an empty holster kind <laughs> of guy. <laughs> Not if you believe that Indiana Jones four happened. Yeah, that's the seventh. The seventh movie. Yeah. That comes with mm. Oh, this. Um, it's a Lucas film, so. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's gonna, there's gonna be Indiana Jones films. Oh, and you know, this is the only project that Harrison Ford likes going back to. Yeah. He hates Star Wars. With a passion. With a passion, he really doesn't like Blade Runner, but he went back to it because he felt he had to. He wants to do more Indiana Jones. Like he, he refused to let them reboot this series. You know, what I want for next Indiana Jones is Shia LaBeouf. As Indy? I mean, why not? I wouldn't hate it, but right? that's what I want. I mean, they'd have to cover up some tattoos now. Ah, bull ass. He wears, he wears like tropical thunder jungle <laughs> wardrobe. Just dressed. We are getting so far afield. Let's no, get we're back. Not. Let's get back to the yeah, actual. I, movie. Honestly, I was watching that movie the whole time. Just real quick, I was like, they're wearing pants and long sleeve shirts the entire time. <laughs> right, I was right. like, in my shorts, I do. I'm so <laughs> yeah, I know, right. I'm in gym shorts. And why? Why is these? Anyway. All right. So, I don't think we need to necessarily go over the plot. Bring us back. Most, Josh. Pe- most people, if you haven't seen this movie, you really should go into it blind because it's <laughs> it's worth seeing it is as a virgin yeah you know yeah totally you've um, seen the whole movie throughout family guy and yeah, yeah. and South Park yeah. episodes but still but you know so the production of this this flick is where i think the more interesting stuff lies because you've got two of the greats running the show 
you've got one of the best actors of his time. Yeah. And then, like, John Rice davies in a supporting mm-hmm. role, yeah. you know, who... That's Gimli for this generation. Mm-hmm. Um, or for my, for my lady friends out there, uh, or my geeky friends like me, Princess Diaries 2, he's a villain. Just so you're aware. Um, ladies, <laughs> ladies, ladies. Check um, but, yeah, he's an accomplished actor yeah. with a pedigree, mm-hmm. you know? And... This was there was no way this could have been a bad movie. There wasn't a chance. And so the behind the scenes stuff is really cool, you know, shooting on location and and how they were how they were accomplishing those specific shots and working around the fact that Harrison Ford got deathly ill while they were shooting. Really? So one of the one of the better known bits of trivia about Raiders is the scene where the guy's like flipping his sword around yeah. and it looks like Indy's gonna and he fight him. him in the face. Yeah. yeah. The, he shot him because he was he didn't want to actually do what they told him. They're like, shake the whip and get the, get the sword out of his so hand. So he literally went, ah, so he just, ah, fuck it. I'm going to shoot this guy. That's exactly what happened. And, and, and Spiel- he walks Spielberg, away. Spielberg, oh, it's perfect. Spielberg literally goes, wait, do that again. <laughs> nice, and they, they did dude. it on the second take. What nice. about what about the scene when he's fighting the big ball German dude on the airplane? Yeah. Like the guy who gets that's, taken out by the propeller. so terrible. I'm saying he has to jump up mm-hmm. up the, the biplane. Yeah. Or whatever. Up like the plane to... to uh, pull the hatch out mm-hmm. and yep. has to like sigh, <laughs> right. slide back down on his ass. Like, I guess that's probably when the stunt double came in and did the rest for him. Right? Uh, well, I mean, he there was a stunt double, but I, from what I remember, he did a lot of this. A lot of okay. this. He yeah. loves this character. Yeah. So, what was he sick with? Uh, he just he just had a really bad like flu. Oh, I got you. And he was there was a period I think of like five or six days where he was just. Down for the count, but he still got up down and down. Herpolitis. No, yeah, I that's where uh, that's where No Effects got the name no. for the song. There you go. Yeah, was it Harrison Ford? <laughs> 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 we love oh, you, Jesus. We love you, Jesse. Yeah, I I love Harrison Ford, and I there's there's a really special place in my heart for for this film, not just because it's good, not just because it's it's a a huge piece of pop culture, but like. My dad really liked these movies, and yeah. I've always thought my my dad looked like Harrison Ford quite yeah. a bit. So I was watching this yesterday, and I'm like, every now and then I see I see my dad on screen, and nice. it's like, ah, oh, I feel good. Hmm. Like my my this heartless man over here felt good for a <laughs> second. So it's it's nostalgic, it's quality, it's top notch. Yeah, there, this this movie doesn't go wrong anywhere. I, there, yes, you're not wrong in that fact. Uh, there is some like over the top. Oh, of course. Call, but it's James Bond. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. For sure. Movie logic. For sure. For sure. I'm with it. It's. It, I think it is over the top and cheesy in some spots, but it, number one, it's, it's supposed to be mimicking that style. And yeah. the other thing it's mimicking is that old school overacting, like over the top. Like That's why Harrison Ford is so subdued mm. and everyone around him is so sharply like overacting yeah, like yeah. Miriam is always 100% upset about something yeah and John Rice Davies is always super happy to the point where he's randomly singing mm-hmm. Miriam's so funny yeah. the whole thing yeah. I, love, thing. I love her she's my favorite it's with, my family with the, label with the Lucas um, score um, there was one scene that I thought was like complete re- remake or for what's uh Raiders and Lawrence of Arabia? Uh, no, uh, uh, Star Wars Jedi. 
Return of the Jedi. Oh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, like when they're in, uh, he he's skeeting away on a, in like a car scene, and mm-hmm. like it, it remi- reminded me to the fullest of that like forest scene where they're on the on the ra- on, on the the, the whatever bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like exactly the same. That. It was exactly <clears throat> the same. It was kind of funny, like with the with the music and all. Yeah, it's completely George Georgie Georgie boy had his finger right in this mix. As far well, as that's I mean that's you got to hand it to John Williams too because yeah. like Letting, he yeah, did let, set. He's, standing off and letting people yeah be a part of well he he made the he made the soundtrack to most of our space. our childhoods and we're yeah. talking ET Star Wars Indiana Jones Harry Potter yeah. like he's been all over he is the biggest film composer and shout out yeah say his name again <laughs> shout out <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Why? Because you've been calling him George Lucas the whole time? No, because George Lucas is, <laughs> is fingering the entire movie, is all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I have missed you guys. For those <laughs> of you <laughs> listening, like we have we've had to we had to take a, 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 a two week break. A little hiatus. Just to you know, I I had some some stuff going on and so did I. Greg so. had a vacation and is what you call this it? is the first time. This is the first time we've gotten together in like two weeks. Yeah, and it's been great. Yeah, but it is affecting our ability to review this movie. So I'm going to fast forward us to the point where uh, we rate this rate this movie. All right. Now I want to expand this a little bit because yeah. we didn't talk about the film as much as we normally do. Yeah. Um, how about you give your taco rating and then like the, the top one or two things about the film that made you. Give it that rating. Okay. Do you want me to start? Yeah, go for it, Greg. <sighs> scene. I give this movie a 81. Um, great in the aspect of action. You're never sitting back in your seat. There's always something going on. And there's also a lot of backstory that goes into this film. Mm-hmm. Um, you're actually able to dial into who Indiana Jones is as a teacher mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. as an explorer slash archaeologist. Um, I, lo- I kind of really fell in love with that part of it, like the two different kind of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was kind of <clears throat> one of my favorite parts of this movie. Um, the camera work in this shit is pretty good, man, as far as mm-hmm. like the, 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 the long draws. Yeah. And... It's a super fast-paced movie, but it 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 slowed down really well. And like those yeah. broad angles, um, you know, they shouted out to some stuff that was happening in said time. You know, it's eighty-one. Mm-hmm. They're going back to like forty, forty-two. They made a joke of like what the Nazis are, which I love because mm-hmm. you know who, who the Nazis who doesn't like to hate Nazis? You know, so that's kind of I don't know. Yeah, eighty-one straight up. Um, okay, yeah, that's where I stand. Eighty-one for a for a film that came out in eighty-one. So. 71. Well, this, movie, this came out in 81. 81. Goddamn yeah. right. That's right. So, yeah. Shasti? Uh, I meant to give it a 71. I'm just kidding. You say 81? I give it uh, I get 83. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like Greg said earlier, seeing this movie probably the most amount of, or least amount of times, but mm-hmm. it's it sits with you. You know what I mean? The precedent that it's set. Yeah. We talk about all the other trilogies <clears throat> that kind of like flop by the end of it, where this is. You know, it's 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 like the same as like back to the first Back to the Future. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah, just, yeah. Maybe that's more of just my bias taking over than looking at it critically. But yeah, man, when I was a kid, like I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Give it. Yeah. Eighty three. Excellent. Excellent. Um, 
I'm going to give this an 86. I think I think the this is the most masterfully done like film-wise of the entire trilogy. It is it is the best made, like I said, but it's not the most fun. Like Shasti was saying, I have more nostalgia attached to, you know, Last Crusade and even a little bit to uh, I'm a Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. I'm, I'm Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom is my least favorite, but I'm more it's, nostalgic for it. It's my first it. favorite. It's, it's, it, yeah, I get it. I get it. You know, it's, it's but this, you can't yeah, take fun. away the fact that this won five Academy Awards yeah. for the production alone, yeah. for cinematography, for, for photography, mm-hmm. for just sound design. Yeah. You know, they're, they're capturing that Lawrence of Arabia feel mm-hmm. in 1981. That's, there's something to be said yeah. for Spielberg's ability to really make you feel like you are in the time he's yeah. filming about. And that's why this gets an 86. Because okay. just add craft that, I, I alone. I think the dialogue lacked. That's why I gave it such a low, low score. I, think that's, I, I feel the I same. Think the dialogue way. was really rough. I think the dialogue is funny, yes. but it's it's campy. Yeah. You know. And that's, that's why I went a little bit lower. If, di- if dialogue were funnier or sharper. Or bulked. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it'd probably be up towards a 90. Mm-hmm. But all right. So let's see here. Critics give it a 95 and audiences give it a 96, so we're lowballing this flick. So we're obviously better than all of them. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> harsher on it than anybody. That's for sure. Well, if I'm you'd like it. to be harsh on our opinions, you can. <laughs> uh, they are sippable. We are sippable, yeah. So you can find uh, our YouTube channel or anywhere you listen to podcasts, and you can comment down below that you don't agree with us and that we're totally wrong Bring even it. though we're absolutely right <laughs> um, you can you can find it just just look up simple opinions you, you can catch our podcast anywhere you listen we're also on YouTube like I said if you are watching on YouTube hit that like button hit the subscribe button and hit the bell icon so that you get notified every time we drop a new video uh, schedule is, is a little uh, in flux at the moment but we will get it ironed out for you because we love you mm-hmm. the other thing we'll get ironed out is how easily I can transition from talking about this to telling Greg that we need to talk about director's cut. All right. Director's <laughs> cut. So we're going to, we're going to cut them up. We're going to dissect them. We're going to get into to our favorites, your favorites, talk about the movies they've done, where, how far they've come from start to finish. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And yeah. also um, check out the files cast as well. Um, we've got a lot of good things coming up. You know, I think you've seen a few of our guests and they've been top notch. We've got a release that. ready to go. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. What we recorded last month, probably my favorite to be a part yeah. of so yeah. far. Yeah. That one's coming up next from Rich. Yeah. yeah Check it out. Check one. it out, guys. For one. sure. Thank you. That said, if you enjoy all of that content and you feel like you cannot go another day without handing us your money, I have a Venmo. But if you want to support everybody, uh, you can go over to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash sippable opinions. Uh, if you're on YouTube, you'll find that link down in the description below. Um, there, there's several different tiers, uh, but you can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and it goes a long way. And you actually get a couple of perks. You get early access to all of our episodes. You get exclusive access to our pilot episodes and new shows and stuff we're trying out and we have this exclusive podcast called the sip it's where we get together and we just talk about life and how much i unequivocally love carly ray jepson <laughs> if you if you need to hear that story you do yeah. you need to join our patreon <laughs> that said 
all of the music you hear on our show is produced by Shasti himself. Shasti got bands. Master of the mix, king of the keyboard. Shasti got bands. You can also hear him perform a lot of these songs, and you'll occasionally hear Grego over here slap at a bass. That's wild. Boys, thanks for being here. Thanks for coming. You too, Josh. Thanks. To all of you out there, we see you, we hear you, we love you. We'd like to say goodbye. I told you it would be all right. <laughs> and you thought I'd given up. <laughs>